Welcome to the Bible 365 Podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, and it is day 300. Our reading for today is coming from Jeremiah chapter 51, verses 1 through 53, Titus chapter 2, Psalm chapter 99, and Proverbs chapter 26, verse 17. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the one-year Bible. Let's read. Jeremiah chapter 51, verses 1 through 53. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will stir up the spirit of a destroyer against Babylon, against the inhabitants of Lebkamai, and I will send to Babylon winnowers, and they shall winnow her, and they shall empty her land, when they come against her from every side on the day of trouble. Let not the archer bend his bow, and let him not stand up in his armor. Spare not her young men, devote to destruction all her army. They shall fall down slain in the land of the Chaldeans, and wounded in her streets." For Israel and Judah have not been forsaken by their God, the Lord of hosts, but the land of the Chaldeans is full of guilt against the Holy One of Israel. Flee from the midst of Babylon, let everyone save his life. Be not cut off in her punishment, for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance, the repayment he is rendering her. Babylon was a golden cup in the Lord's hand, making all the earth drunken. The nations drank of her wine, therefore the nations went mad." Suddenly, Babylon has fallen and been broken. Well for her. Take balm for her pain. Perhaps she may be healed. We would have healed Babylon, but she was not healed. Forsake her, and let us go, each to his own country, for her judgment has reached up to heaven and has been lifted up even to the skies. The Lord has brought about our vindication. Come, let us declare in Zion the work of the Lord our God. Sharpen the arrows. Take up the shields. The Lord has stirred up the spirit of the kings of the Medes, because His purpose concerning Babylon is to destroy it. For that is the vengeance of the Lord, the vengeance for His temple. Set up a standard against the walls of Babylon, make the watch strong. Set up watchmen, prepare the ambushes. For the Lord has both planned and done what He spoke concerning the inhabitants of Babylon. O you who dwell by many waters, rich in treasures, your end has come. The thread of your life is cut. The Lord of hosts has sworn by himself, Surely I will fill you with men, as many as locust, and they shall raise the shout of victory over you. It is he who made the earth by his power, who established the world by his wisdom, and by his understanding stretched out the heavens. When he utters his voice, there is a tumult of waters in the heavens, and he makes the mist rise from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain, and he brings forth the wind from his storehouses. Every man is stupid and without knowledge. Every goldsmith is put to shame by his idols, for his images are false and there is no breath in them. They are worthless, a work of delusion. At the time of their punishment they shall perish. Not like these is he who is the portion of Jacob, for he is the one who formed all things. And Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name." You are my hammer and weapon of war. With you I break nations in pieces. With you I destroy kingdoms. With you I break in pieces the horse and his rider. With you I break in pieces the chariot and the charioteer. With you I break in pieces man and woman. With you I break in pieces the old man and the youth. With you I break in pieces the young man and the young woman. With you I break in pieces the shepherd and his flock. With you I break in pieces the farmer and his team. With you I break in pieces governors and commanders. 
I will repay Babylon and all the inhabitants of Chaldea before your very eyes for all the evil that they have done in Zion, declares the Lord. Behold, I am against you, O destroying mountain, declares the Lord, which destroys the whole earth. I will stretch out my hand against you and roll you down from the crags and make you a burnt mountain. No stone shall be taken from you for a corner and no stone for a foundation, but you shall be a perpetual waste, declares the Lord. Set up a standard on the earth, blow the trumpet among the nations, prepare the nations for war against her, summon against her the kingdoms, Ararat, Menai, and Ashkenaz, appoint a marshal against her, bring up horses like bristling locust, prepare the nations for war against her, the kings of the Medes, with their governors and deputies, and every land under their dominion. The land trembles and writhes in pain, for the Lord's purposes against Babylon stand to make the land of Babylon a desolation without inhabitant. The warriors of Babylon have ceased fighting. They remain in their strongholds. Their strength has failed. They have become women. Her dwellings are on fire. Her bars are broken. One runner runs to meet another, and one messenger to meet another, to tell the king of Babylon that his city is taken on every side. The fords have been seized, the marshes are burned with fire, and the soldiers are in panic. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, The daughter of Babylon is like a threshing floor at the time when it is trodden, yet a little while, and the time of her harvest will come. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, has devoured me. He has crushed me. He has made me an empty vessel. He has swallowed me like a monster. He has filled his stomach with my delicacies. He has rinsed me out. The violence done to me and to my kinsmen be upon Babylon. Let the inhabitant of Zion say, My blood be upon the inhabitants of Chaldea. Let Jerusalem say, Therefore thus says the Lord, Behold, I will plead your cause and take vengeance for you. I will dry up her sea and make her fountain dry. And Babylon shall become a heap of ruins, the haunt of jackals, a horror and a hissing without inhabitant. They shall roar together like lions. They shall growl like lions' cubs. While they are inflamed, I will prepare them a feast and make them drunk, that they may become merry. Then sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake, declares the Lord. I will bring them down like lambs to the slaughter, like rams and male goats. How Babylon is taken, the praise of the whole earth seized. How Babylon has become a horror among the nations. The sea has come up on Babylon. She is covered with its tumultuous waves. Her cities have become a horror, a land of drought and a desert, a land in which no one dwells and through which no son of man passes. And I will punish Baal and Babylon and take out of his mouth what he has swallowed. The nations shall no longer flow to him. The wall of Babylon has fallen. Go out of the midst of her, my people. Let everyone save his life from the fierce anger of the Lord. Let not your heart faint, and be not fearful at the report heard in the land. When a report comes in one year, and afterward a report in another year, and violence is in the land, and ruler is against ruler. Therefore, behold, the days are coming when I will punish the images of Babylon. Her whole land shall be put to shame, and all her slain shall fall in the midst of her. Then the heavens and the earth, and all that is in them, shall sing for joy over Babylon." For the destroyers shall come against them out of the north, declares the Lord. Babylon must fall for the slain of Israel, just as for Babylon have fallen the slain of all the earth. You who have escaped from the sword, go, do not stand still. Remember the Lord from far away, and let Jerusalem come into your mind. 
We are put to shame, for we have heard reproach. Dishonor has covered our face, for foreigners have come into the holy places of the Lord's house. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will execute judgment upon her images, and through all her land the wounded shall groan. Though Babylon should mount up to heaven, and though she should fortify her strong height, yet destroyers would come from me against her, declares the Lord. Titus chapter 2 But as for you, teach what accords with sound doctrine. Older men are to be sober-minded, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love, and in steadfastness. Older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good, and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Likewise, urge the younger men to be self-controlled. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works, and in your teaching show integrity, dignity, and sound speech that cannot be condemned, so that an opponent may be put to shame, having nothing evil to say about us. Bondservants are to be submissive to their own masters in everything. They are to be well-pleasing, not argumentative, not pilfering, but showing all good faith, so that in everything they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for Himself a people for His own possession who are zealous for good works. Declare these things. Exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one disregard you. Psalm chapter 99 The Lord reigns. Let the peoples tremble. He sits enthroned upon the cherubim. Let the earth quake. The Lord is great in Zion. He is exalted over all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is He. The King in His might loves justice. You have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Worship at His footstool. Holy is He. Moses and Aaron were among His priests. Samuel also was among those who called upon His name. They called to the Lord, and He answered them. In the pillar of the cloud He spoke to them. They kept His testimonies and the statute that He gave them. O Lord our God, You answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoings. Exalt the Lord our God, and worship at His holy mountain. For the Lord our God is holy. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 17. Whoever meddles in a quarrel not his own is like one who takes a passing dog by the ears. For today's devotional, which just so happens to be the 300th consecutive devotional of the Bible 365 podcast this year, which I also have to say that I am right now three hours in to this particular episode. I've mixed everything down from the scripture reading, and now I'm recording the devotional part, and I've been here at my desk for three hours. And let me just tell you, it's all been worth it. Now let's get to our devotional. Titus chapter 2, verse 14. Now we've already read it in the ESV, so I'm going to go ahead and read it in the NLT. It says this, He gave His life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us, and to make us His very own people, 
totally committed to doing good deeds. Now, I'm just going to say a few things about this verse, but before I do, this is the 56th book of the Bible. We're reading through 66 books this year. We're in Titus. There's not that many left. We have Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1st, 2nd Peter, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, Jude, and Revelations. We're in Titus now. We're getting close to the end. We only have, what, 65 more days, and we'll have read through the entire Bible. And here in Titus chapter 2, the 56th book of the Bible, as we're reading through it, and look what it says in verse 14. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us, and to make us his very own people. This is the same kind of language that God was speaking about in regards to Israel. He made them his very own people, and he's saying the same thing to us today. I want to ask you this question also. Do you battle with sin? Then know this. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin. I want you to try to imagine the worst sin you could possibly imagine, or better yet, is there a sin that you struggle with, that you battle with, that you cannot seem to overcome. Well, he gave his life to free you from that sin. Why? Because he gave his life to free us from every kind of sin. And not just to free us from every kind of sin, but to cleanse us and to make us his very own people. Isn't it true that when we get ensnared in sin, we're filled with shame? We feel like God wants to disown us. No, He wants to set us free from every kind of sin and cleanse us and make us his very own people. This is what we see all throughout the whole Bible. And we'll see it all the way through the end of the book of Revelation. God loves you and he is for you. And he is still working in you, setting you free, cleansing you and making you his very own people. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and I thank you today for the sacrifice of your son on the cross. I thank you that he was raised from the dead three days later and is seated at your very own right hand. I thank you that he gave his life to free us from every kind of sin. Let every one of us experience your freedom today. I thank you that you are the one who cleansed us and that you make us your very own people, totally committed to doing good deeds. Draw us close by the presence of your Holy Spirit and reveal your Son to us. We ask all of these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, the 300th episode of the Bible 365 podcast. If you're enjoying it so far, please consider sharing it with your family and with your friends. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by going to my website at randygudo.com. At the top of my website, there's an area where you can give or donate online. Please continue to pray for me. I'm praying for you. Have a great day, everyone, and I will see you tomorrow with Day 301.